pretty sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you, don't you, don't you now? Oh, today is Thursday, February 20th, 2022. My name is Joe Batanz. I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz. It's a show where I, Joe Batanz, a little Mexican uh, faggot troll, talk about the latest events in his life. And we try and break it down, make it understandable for the people, you know? And it only happens on one place. And it's there. Don't tell anyone. Well, maybe you should tell everybody. It's Dope Joe Batanz right here on After Talk Media. I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz. And it's very rare, but sometimes we have a very special guest on This Joe Batanz. And today is uh, Thursday, February 10th, 2022. Today's special guest is Afterthought Media's very own uh, Christian Ocho. Uh, hey, Christian. Hola, perras. Hola, chiqui babies. How's oh, this, it going? This is the Christian that I know. This, see, this is... Do you think maybe it was Taylor? Do you blame Taylor for your low energy? No, history? no, because I was really eager to meet him. I think, honestly, in hindsight, I think I... One, I already talked about it, so yeah. I wasn't that excited. Yeah. Two, I was also... Like, I just had a big bomb drop on me from one of our roommates, the one that I was kind of telling you about earlier. Mm-hmm. So there was just a little bit of tension and I think I, it was bothering me and I wasn't processing my feelings. Oh. Typical. You should just canceled. No, it was fine because I mean, I got the job done. You bitches weren't going to be able to describe those looks. Oh, don't even ask me. If you would have said Joe described this, like, she wore a dress. The end. I would have what it was said. She wore a dress and a wig, yeah, and some heels. Oh, you're 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 giving me way too much credit. You're giving me way um, too much credit. Okay, so I'd like to add that Joe's not just a short little Mexican faggot troll. <laughs> he literally is a little albondiga. You are exactly what Jessica and I thought you would be. I didn't think you were going to be short, but you are, and I was like shocked. And you didn't think I was going to be tall. Okay. The end. Oh, that was that was the extent of your statement. You're just like a cute little albondiga. Like uh-huh. you're literally just like this. Everyone that means that means little... meatball, by the way. Yeah, go ahead. But albondigas are better than meatballs, in my opinion. Okay. Like I don't know about you, but that's one of my favorite foods my mom makes. Oh, really? Uh, oh, I'm not a big yes. fan of them, believe it or not. Isn't that weird? You would think I would be. Well, but I'm no, not I'm not surprised because you did try to say that northern Mexico had the better food, which I completely disagree. I didn't um, say they I had the better food. You said I just, Chihuahua. The... No, I said they had the biggest influence, which is just because oh, yeah. it's just because of the, where they are. Totally, I don't think they have the better. Food. I agree with. I think that. Oaxaca I has the that. best food. People think in Mexico. Yeah, I think Oaxaca has incredible food, but also Jalisco. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just put that shit out there because we have bomb bomb ass food in Jalisco. No, no, sweetie. I think I think what Robert was talking about, and I was agreeing with, maybe got muddled, is that. Jalisco and Michoacan and Chihuahua, all the northern states. Jalisco and Michoacan are not northern. I'm putting them in the thing that people who come to the people who have the most people come to California is what That's I'm talking true. about. Yeah. That's true. 
Okay, that's true. So anyway, uh, but, that, but the reason you and I are here is the people have been asking, and we're here to deliver. They know my, I have, girl, I have gone in depth. I have gone in on Spotify and the people who who, who contributed, right? But um, let's, but the people have been dying to know your thoughts on what you think, uh, everything. Before, I'm going to pull them up right now, but before I do, um, do you have any big thoughts in general that you want to share about the, what happened, what, what we turned, because, you know, everyone should know, tomorrow we find out who quote unquote won. You know, we find out tomorrow who won. So, so did you play for the girls everybody's audio sample? Yeah. Well, I, most of them. Because we would have been a four-hour show. But yes, most of them. What did they say about my audio sample? They said it was very you, and they liked it. Yay. Yeah. Are they uh, interested in the subjects? I don't know. You ask them. Are you? Yeah. Well, look, let me tell you this. And this is going to... Sh- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surprise you right now. They... Fucking Doofus Maximus said he called it Mexican call her daddy, which I I think you think is a compliment because kind of what you're going for. Major compliment, bitch, because if I can get a sixty million dollar contract, uh-huh. I'll, I'll I'd be a very generous call her daddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but okay, so I'm gonna tell you. So I here's what I played for them. I played for them, uh, Melissa. I played for them Sergio, Checos, you know. I played for them me. I played for them Jamila. I played for them you. And I think that's all I've ever played. I have not oh played. Oh, my God, Jamila's. Did you share with them the WhatsApp group message Joe Batanz had the gall to share with all the producers, everybody in charge, after he listened to everybody's audio sample? I'm going to read it out loud. I have Let not shared my, it with them. Let me do my Joe Batanz impression because, bitch, you got to do mine for a fucking hour. And I would say... Sound off below if you think Joe's last episode, Save the Queens, was the best recap episode. I think it was. Oh, it was really fucking funny. I, think, I don't know if it's just I because. think the children will educate you. They already have their favorite recap episodes. I don't think they would put it as their favorite. Not that they hated it, but there are some very iconic recap episodes. Okay, well, I'm going to have to um, re-listen. Yeah. Well, let me tell you guys what Joe said. Okay. First, Miriam who I would say is pretty stiff competition, right? Mm -hmm. She's pretty polished. She responds to everyone's audio portfolio samples and says, by the way, I listened to everyone's audio portfolio and wow, what an amazing cohort we have. White hands clapping. And I said, totally agree with you, Meaty. I'm ready to hear these pilot episodes. Latinas Unidas. Woo! And then Joe goes, very fucking clever. I cackled. He says, thanks to everyone, I am now a proud fat feminist who is bumping to Cartel de Santa as I try to get some sleep because there are too many fucking bats in my bathroom. So I'm just going to curl up in bed and watch Moesha and hope that a kukui doesn't put a toe up my butt. Otherwise, I'm going to need some serious therapy from Athena. Joe was brilliant because the fat feminist is in regards to La Gorda Feminista, who's one of the podcasters. Mm -hmm. And then bumping to Cartel de Santa is Sergio is Loqueando Oyendo, which is a like show about what a Mexican boy. I'm going to stop you there for a second. That is everybody in this. Everyone who's listening right now, they were like, 
Sorry, Joe. You fucking suck. Sergio had the best show. They fucking loved the show. Who really? Your mm-hmm. people said I don't know, you guys. You guys need to get better taste because um it was very one no, and the best part of his show were the samples, the audio samples. I'm just like okay, like I don't know. And there's so many other like what I'm listening to type of shows. And he straight up said, yeah, I'm fully inspired by this one specific show. And he said that he's just trying to recreate that, which don't get me wrong. Am I the Mexican call her daddy? Hopefully, hopefully. Mm -hmm. But I would say where horrible decisions and call her daddy fail is relatability and um, having a serious tone over certain things and actually having good banter and being funny. Like, Alex is not funny. Alex is a white girl. She's a privileged bitch. She's not relatable. Um, and her lifestyle is just not relatable either. And it's kind of like all the glory of her show already passed when she had her falling out with her ex-co-host. So it's like horrible decisions is great, but they're focusing on destigmatizing kink in the black community. Whereas like Jessica and I are just trying to normalize sexuality in Latin America because it's such a taboo subject. And we're just trying to share queer stories and queer experiences to help protect queer Latin lives. Mm -hmm. That's where Jessica and I are coming from. It's more about decolonizing sexuality for the countries that have been colonized as a whole. Anyways, that's my TED Talk. And we're talking about toes up my asshole, so work. Yeah. So Joe and I came up with a really funny concept, and we were going to try to associate each podcaster with a Drag Race Season 14 girl. Because Joe and I feel like we're in the Drag Race of podcasting with Spotify. Mm -hmm. And who would you say is the RuPaul? Fernando. It's giving... Do you not feel like it's giving a little bit more Canada's Drag Race judging panel than it is a U.S. Drag Race judging panel? Oh, for for Spotify, right? Because who's the Michelle Visage? Who's the who's the RuPaul? Well, RuPaul is clearly Fernando. Okay, Michelle is Jane. Yeah, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And Carson and Ross are Maria and Isis. Mm. I think I think they're more like Santino and. Uh, Merle Ginsburg. And Merle Ginsburg. I yeah. miss Merle. <laughs> and I liked Santino. I thought he was funny mm-hmm. and not a douche, but moments, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what you know what I thought about Santino? What? Hmm, let me see if I can find it. I don't use this one that much. Hold on. This one is a hard one to find. Cause I don't use it that much. Let me go over here. Hold on. Oh, here it is. Will you please shut the fuck up with your no drag knowledge mouth? I love, I fucking loved, loved that. That, oh my God, all the Santino moments. Um, but yes, yeah, so we're going to attempt to classify each podcaster with a Rue girl from season 14, starting with your host, your beloved Joe Batanz. Joe, which queen from season do you 14 think you are? Yes, but which queen are you actually? Which queen do I think I am? Which queen am I? Okay, I think I'm, I think I'm cornbread the snack jeté. But you're but, actually Deja Scott. Yes. <laughs> you really are though. Wait, what? Okay, then who okay. do you think you are? Also, who, who do you think you are actually? Go ahead. You know, okay. Christian knows how to insult me. 
Go ahead. I think I'm the Carrie Colby of the podcasting show. Only because, listen, every time we get a guest, every time we get feedback, I get a lot of praise. And mm-hmm. I'm constantly told, like, oh, my God, I want to be your friend. Like, you're oh so. Oh, my God. So, who am I? If I'm not if I'm not Carrie Colby, who am I? Georges? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Maddie Morphosis. You, n- absolutely not. You and I already know who, who the Maddie Morphis is of the I show. Know. Is. I saw you last night. Mm. Bitch. <laughs> Maddie Morphis wouldn't know how to analyze fashion. She wouldn't. Uh, okay, then, then you're actually, um, Lady Camden. No, no, no. See, I don't Chris see is gonna it. be the only She's people that too are dry. She's gonna, too dry. Um, I see. They're all trying to do people on our show. I think I think Robert's talking about Spotify. Here's what I want to do, Christian. Here's what I want to do. I'm gonna only play like a minute of each person. Okay, a minute. All right. Okay, yeah. And then I want you guys to to sound off and tell us who's who. Back in the days when I was a teenager. <laughs> First of all, the word. I'm, okay, look. People can have access accents and stuff like that, right? But you know, it's teenager, not teenager. <laughs> Right, and that's the only that's the only thing I'm gonna stop right now. But it, it, it's the first thing he says, and it drives me up the wall. Okay, pop wasn't cool. See, I was born the same year, thirty six chambers, doggy style, Black Sunday, and Midnight Marauders were released. I have no idea what he just said. I literally have no idea what he just said. Do you know what he said? Yeah, barely. But I grew up in Tijuana. When I was a kid. Me and my brother screwed ride our bikes to the edge of the hill our neighborhood was on top of, and we could see the border wall. Well, the rusty fence that serves as a wall. We could see Imperial Beach just over the estuary. That's how close we were to the U.S. Okay, we all know hip-hop has always been cool. But in the early 2000s in Tijuana, and the rest of Mexico really, you wouldn't listen to hip-hop in public. In the U.S., hip-hop had already had radio hits for years. Do you know what the number one song in Billboard's Hot 100 was in 2004? Peace up. This is the best point. part of a show. Yeah, Christian made the point that the good production value is really just him playing other people's good production value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I heard on the radio in 2000... By the way, I know that's Usher, but did you see that video of Nelly getting a blowjob? No. I think it's in Porn Decor Lounge. Okay. In Tijuana, was more like... That song slaps too, so... That shit goes. And. He is just playing other songs. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I don't know. Anyway, that was the longest minute of my life. So, Christian, you heard Sergio's. What were your thoughts on Sergio's? I just thought it was very one note. And the best part of his show was, like, him playing samples of and, songs that I love that I grew up listening to. And what but season it, 14 girl was he? He's the Maddie Morphosis of the fucking spot, Spotify, for sure. Okay. Because he's straight. Mm-hmm. And boring. All right. Yeah. Here we go. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Everybody in this chat room, he is their favorite. And uh, it drives me up the wall. Okay. So this is... I don't think I've played this one. This, I believe, is... Um, Sounds like Lotus. I think it's Lotus. All right. We're going to play a minute of Lotus. Here we go. 
Welcome to the Probably Gonna Ruin This Podcast. That's her volume, not mine. Okay. Where we spill the tea and tell the truth about our favorite movies and shows. My name is Lotus Laloba, and today I'm going solo with a fun and perhaps even controversial mini-sode, but Sky sends her love. Alright, so boom. I've definitely been watching more shows and movies lately, and they just don't hit like they used to. I would hate to pop your nostalgia bubble, but if you haven't noticed the isms, phobias, and stigmas from your cult classics and childhood favorites, I'm probably going to ruin this for you. Okay, the shows and movies you think you love made a major comeback. Thanks to streaming platforms like Netflix, Hulu, and Disney+, Plus, we have been able to really reminisce, cue your favorite theme song, and it's real cute. Alright, let's get straight into it. This week, we rank in theme songs, baby, the black. Okay, stop that for a minute. You know what? I'm going to say something. I think it's a good exercise to stop after a minute because in my opinion, I am H.O. You should have hooked me from the first fucking minute. You should have hooked me. I'll, and I'll give Sergio this. I will give Sergio this. I'll give Maddie this. She does do that. She does jump right in, you know? The first minute is pretty much the entire show, right? Yeah. Now, you and I know this with Lotus, and I think she sounds great and whatnot. The rest of the episode is her uh, listing her favorite shows from when she grew up or something. I wouldn't have known that from the first minute, and I should have known that by the first minute. You make a good point. And the other thing, too, is, and you and I have talked about this, this is a more sensitive topic, and if you don't want to weigh in, that's fine, is... This is Spotify US Sound Up Latinx. And she seems to be presenting as an African American woman. And I've seen no evidence of Latinx. Now, I know we can run the spectrum, but, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it seemed to be playing towards African American culture. But what are your thoughts on that? Is, does that have a place at the table? What do you think, Christian? Well, I was in a breakout room with her mm-hmm. in the beginning. And, you know, my co-host has always been very suspicious of her credentials, I would say. Yeah. Um, and definitely, you know, it's kind of like, it's an issue that I have with certain people that use the culture but aren't really about the culture for clout. Yeah. And it really makes me sad because you're making shit harder for all of us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, by not showing up as your authentic self. So that's just kind of like my thing with it. But she did in her, in our breakout room, we did discuss the premise of her show and she did explain things to me that were cool. And like the way her and I talked about it, it was dope because I watched the proud family growing mm-hmm. up. That's a Raven growing up. So, and I would say Lizzie McGuire and um, they all had, impacts you know mm-hmm. on my childhood so but is that i don't a whole know show is that a whole show well she kind of wanted to like deconstruct different episodes from different oh, shows i see okay yeah and just talk about why they were problematic see, but that i will say i've listened to the whole thing i didn't get that sense now by the way you right. can make the same criticism for my show as well everything all right the next one we have is Le- uh does she say leah or leah i forget no me acuerdo i think she goes by leah uh, we have Leah here. We're going to listen to the first minute. That's it. The first minute. Here we go. Oh, my goodness, Maribel. 
I'm so honored to have you on the Mirriqueza podcast. Thank you so much for having me and inviting me. I'm so glad. Oh my God, the lip smacking. I can't. I can't. To have been invited when you were like, I'm going to launch a podcast. Do you want to be on it? Did they eat like peanut butter before they did the show? Like, you know, let's just let's just have a spoonful of peanut butter and then go on the air. That's what it sounds like to me. And I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> let us do this. Because we just had such a great conversation beforehand. And yeah. I was like, yes, we definitely. We had a great conversation before we came on here. Here's the boring part. We need to make this an episode. Right, right. Um, I know. We talked for like four hours. Okay, so backstory, <laughs> backstory. I like doing. That's just four hours is called, hi, Christian. And then Christian goes for four hours. Before I get to my True. next point, yeah. Doing virtual cafecitos with money coaches because I like to get to know people. I like to get to know who wants to be in this, who's in this industry or who wants to learn more about this industry or who's new and whatnot. And I saw Maribel and I scheduled a call with her. And, and or we scheduled a card call together to have a cafecito. And I kid you not, my cafecitos are 30 minutes. Our call was four hours. <laughs> Yes. And it was such a great conversation. We kept hopping on different subjects and we were like, okay, okay, last thought, last thought. And then we would go on another tangent and talk about like Stop a minute. So here's the deal, Christian. I'm going to say Girl, this. Girl, what? I didn't even listen to her audio sample. This is the first time I heard it. Yeah. I want everyone to know, I've actually been in a couple of breakout rooms with Leah. I like her. I think she does have a, I, I think she has a very niche podcast. But, okay, so I thought she had a niche podcast until my co-host did some digging. Oh. Tons of Latina money podcasts. Tons oh, of them. Like, really? A shit ton, well-established ones. Jessica made a good point. Like, so what's so special about yours? And mm -hmm. I think what Leah tries to do is say, well, I'm lesbian. Yeah. And so I'm like, mm, okay, but you don't even talk about queerness. So, like, where does your queerness element come from? It's kind of like the same criticism that they were giving um, Richard when I was like, oh, so essentially you want to be the Latin Andy Cohen. And he's mm -hmm. like, yeah, exactly. But, like, why do I need to talk about Latin things? And we're just like, girl, that's the whole fucking point of this program is yeah. to make it about being Latinx. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. Or your Latinx experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're right. You're right. I don't disagree with you. Mine is going to go back and forth. What's funny is, I don't know if I did this in, in the actual, um, I don't know if this was in like, in, uh, I know I had this conversation with Isis Maria, but I don't remember where. And where there are actually really great Latinx stories where the person isn't buried at Evergreen, but they live by Evergreen and they like have amazing stories. And they're like, no, they have to be buried at Evergreen. Meanwhile, Fair and Jane told me later, like, no, they don't. <laughs> I was like, they can be whatever you want. So anyway, all right. Next one. The first minute of Melissa's I Ghost Mio. She's the Lady Camden. How many sure. times have you? Oh, really? I think she is. I gotta look at the. I have to look at the list of season. I'll, well, during the minute, I'll look at the at the list of season fourteen girls. You heard someone say, "Bueno, yo no creo nada de eso," pero, and then they go on to tell you an unbelievable story. If you're like me, you've heard some variation of this line your whole life. Today, I want to share a story that starts with those words and ends with. She also ate peanut butter 
I didn't drink any water or anything before this. Right here with iGhost Meal. Hi, y bienvenidos to iGhost Meal. My name is Melissa. I'm a first-generation American born to Cuban immigrants. My identity has always been one of in-betweenness and longing. Too Cuban to be American and too American to be Cuban. Yearning for a connection to my ancestors' home and culture. With this podcast, I hope to build that connection through stories of supernatural experiences shared across Latin America and the Caribbean. Ahora, poner café, and let's get spooky. Like links in a chain, the story I'm going to tell is mine and... All right, that's the first minute. Um, I know what it is in the first minute. I'll give her that. She has a great voice. She is still a little soft. Um... Low energy, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could do that for a forty-five minute podcast. Yeah, it's too like sleepy time tales mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, but everyone should know. I, I I haven't talked about anybody yet that we don't like personally. I love Melissa personally. I know you do too. Yeah, I like all of them. Yeah, I like. I lo- I mean, other than I think you discussed Richard like mm-hmm. not being so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, other than this guy Richard who didn't even turn one in. Uh, <laughs> work. I, and I want that. His was the one I wanted to hear the most. And, uh, and I didn't hear it. All right. Here we go. That was the first one. She's fine. My only problem with her is a rule thing, which is she, A, went six minutes, supposed to be five. And then she went and she edited it after it was supposed to be. But let's also be real. Like, I feel like it sounds like we all got different prompts because. I, when I was in office hours with Jane, she was like, uh, Fer goes, don't overthink it. Just make it super simple and basic. And I'm like, okay, I know better than to listen to you. And then we'll just be like, just because you're in charge doesn't mean like, you're not in charge of shopping mm-hmm. our show around and you're not in charge of like choosing the winner. Mm-hmm. So, mm, yeah, I think my intuition is telling me not to listen to you. So then I asked, Jane and Jane's like, yes, don't overthink it, but at the same time, make it. She goes, you need to take different segments from an episode and then tell us what your episode is going to be about. So I feel like we all got different prompts. Also, the audio sample mm-hmm. prompt was super open to interpretation. I don't even think they gave us strong direction. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why, like what they expect. So I feel like they were just kind of like, let's do an open prompt and see, you know, see what the girls turn in. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, mm, that wasn't necessarily beneficial because then it sounds like everybody's on a different page. Yeah. Where most prompts, I would say, or most samples are people introducing themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that definitely wasn't like a thing. Like they didn't tell me to introduce, like Jane wasn't like, oh, make it introductory. True. You're right. You're right. They didn't give enough feedback. All right. Next, we have Jamila. I am your host, Jamila Aisha. Apparently, the bitch fell down a well and then turned in her piece. Uh, 
join me on an adventure where we celebrate ourselves. This is a podcast that is for us and by us, and I could not be more thrilled broadcasting to you from the Limon province in Costa Rica. I, of course, wanted to come to Limon because of its very rich history and Black tradition. But if I'm being 100% honest, I'm here because I think winter is racist. My parents left Panama right before I was born, and trust me. That's a minute. Your thoughts, Christian? You know what? She's a sweet girl. I think she has a good concept, but her execution and her storytelling is... Every time she makes a declaration, it sounds like a question. Mercedes asks, why is winter racist? I need to know. Uh, it doesn't fully get answered. It feels like a joke a friend of her made on yeah. a voicemail. Like, that if you're not a white person, winter is really hard or something like that, I think. I, I think that was, I think it was a joke. It wasn't a very good joke. Um, but, uh, yeah. I think it's just because, like, typically, like, like the Alps and, like, where snow is from, it's white people that populate those areas like cooler areas and then when you're closer to the equator deeper complexions i um, think that's where it comes from alex s asks did spotify not give you all the same microphones yeah they gave us all, i don't know what she did yeah they did i don't know what, i don't know what she did i don't know that is a weird one I, i'm gonna say all right next we have uh miriam i don't think i've played this one i think lucy carrasco i think is she there i think she's been so and um is also doofus they've been dying to hear this one it's a, it, for everyone listening i'm only playing a minute i won't stop it it's all in spanish i don't understand spanish either all right maybe christian can tell what she says in the first minute all i'll right, translate here. all right thank you here we go ¿Cuál es su relación con la palabra gorda? Cuando hice esa pregunta en Instagram, no estaba preparada para el tsunami de respuestas. Me llegaron cientos y cientos de comentarios que iban desde lo mundano hasta lo devastador. Empecé a escribir las palabras que se repetían en una ficha. Pánico, familia, odio, adjetivo, fantasma de un insulto. Cada palabra iluminaba rincones profundos y escondidos, pero pero también cómodos y conocidos. Palabras que probablemente tú y yo hemos escuchado o hasta usado. ¿Cómo una palabra tan cortita carga tanto peso? En el podcast de hoy hablamos de la palabra gorda, de cómo y por qué ha ido cambiando su uso y qué pasa cuando nos adueñamos de ella. Así que, a darle. That's a minute. I will say, I mean, there's a bits and pieces here and there, and I will say it was a tight minute, and I can already tell, just in a little bit that I know, that she does tell you what the show is in that first minute. Well, she is basically saying that she threw up on Instagram a question, and she was overwhelmed with the responses. Mm -hmm. She asked people, what's their relationship to the word fat? And... Mm -hmm. Basically, but not just fat, gorda, which mm -hmm. means feminine for fat. Mm -hmm. um, so there's gordo and there's gorda. That's where we're having this whole debate with gordex, mm -hmm. right? Gordes, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, gorda, basically, she's mainly targeting women since she does call herself the fat feminist. Um, and 
she's just she she basically explains that the show that the episode is about the word fat mm-hmm. and where it comes from and how people feel about that word mm-hmm. almost like reclaiming the word fat mm-hmm. um i don't know what I, I know lucy carrasco and doofus Ma- i don't know what doofus thinks about it uh but um, the production sounded fine. Her microphone seemed a little buried in it, but like the mix wasn't that great. But whatever, right? I think she's gonna win. She, I think she's gonna be one of the winners. If I'm being honest, you I, know, I would. I love her energy. Mm-hmm. I was a part of her pitch panel, and I thought she did such an electrifying job. The thing is, though, they did tell her not to do it all in Spanish. At the pitch panel? Because I wasn't there for this. No, not at the pitch panel. She asked during one of our classes, and they were like, we are, we would encourage you not to do it all in Spanish. Okay. Interesting. Um, All right, here we go. Next one we have is Ask Athena. First minute. Here we go. We start every episode with a question. You asked, is our mental health system getting better? In this episode, we expose psychology's evolution through real stories and expert testimony in hopes of giving us deep answers that we're looking for. I'm Athena, a licensed mental health professional from New York City. I decided to ditch my notebook for a mic, and this is my take on mental health, uncensored. Psychology is usually translated to the study of the mind which I find interesting, because in reality, the word psychology comes from the Greek word psyche, meaning soul. So this science was originally born as an attempt to study the soul. Throughout our existence, humans have endured thousands of years of conquest, acculturation, intergenerational trauma, and yes, pandemics. It's honestly no wonder why... That's a minute. Personally, hers is my favorite. Oh, I just really? She, yeah, I think the context is super strong mm-hmm. and the content, but she is not narrating it in her voice. If Athena spoke in the way she speaks with me, I've never spoken to her. She's super fucking cool. I love, love, love Athena. She is dope. I think that's why I know more personal things about her. Mm -hmm. Um, cause we do keep up with each other on IG and, um, yeah, I think she just is not delivering it with the energy that she can, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. But she has such a good heart and like what she does for work is really selfless and I really respect her. So we've played all the other ones that aren't me and you. Now, I don't think I'm going to play mine because these fucking bitches had already come for my gig already and they read me the house down boots, you know, or they read me for filth, really, to be honest with you. On mine. But mm-hmm. do you want me to play the first minute of yours? Sure. Okay, here we go. Thank you for calling Pendeja Prevention Hotline. How may we assist with your pendejada today? My name is Gigi and I'm calling from the Los Angeles area. I just moved here about three months ago, and when I first got here, I met this guy, and he seemed amazing. He did and said all the right things, and he just seemed like such a gentleman. 
And he was older than me. He was 34 and I'm 26. So I totally fell for it. Um, in my first week of being here, I didn't have any friends or family to spend Thanksgiving with. So he took me to his and I met his whole entire family. And I just thought that was the sweetest thing. So he totally lied um, about what he was doing. And I was just, that was my last straw. And I just want to know why I keep getting attracted to these guys who love bomb me in the beginning. That's the first minute. I mean, I will say it's, you know, more than the others, it's piqued my interest. I know you said Athena's was your favorite. I would say Sergio's and Athena's. I found my brain wandering, checking text messages. Um, uh, same thing kind of true with uh, Melissa. I, and, you know, so even though I've made fun of Jamila and uh, uh, Lotus, I, did, I, I found myself listening to those, you know? Yeah. See, but this is where, like, my whole qualm comes with the, like, prompt. Because I'm like, we clearly didn't all receive the same prompt. Yeah. And so I agree with you. Like, I should have definitely shortened her call. Mm-hmm. And I never like, said you should have shortened her call. I thought it was great. Well, I did shorten the call. I wish people could hear the whole context. But Jane suggested don't leave the whole call in. The call is like an oh, she had uh, heard minute it. and 30 seconds. Huh? She had heard it. No, she didn't hear it. She was just like, don't give her that much time out of your five minutes. Yeah. She was like, don't leave. Like, she goes, we need to hear more about your dynamic with your co-host, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah, blah. But I told her, I was like, well, like, this is a segment that I want to share because this is, like, one of the most entertainment entertaining segments. Mm -hmm. And she was on board with it. But she was like, don't leave it all in there. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, but if I don't leave enough in there, people aren't going to understand they're not going to have the context to why Jessica and I are responding the way that we are. Mm-hmm. So, and also we only leave like the first minute of mine and Jessica's response. And then we get into what we're going to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we did it backwards. Mm-hmm. We like, we're like, let's hook them in with something catchy out first. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I think the way we respond is really fun too. Uh, okay. But you know how it is with chat shows. It's mm-hmm. like, you need to listen. Like, it's not, like, you gotta, like, hear the whole thing, you know? So that's that's where it was hard for me. If I could go back, I would definitely shorten her call. I would just leave, like, her intro and her question and then more sound bites from Jessica and I. That's one of the reasons why I don't want to play mine is every time I hear it, I hear different things I could have done. Because isn't it funny yeah. you're saying all these things? I'm like, oh, I thought it was kind of great, you know? Even though I know you, if I played mine, you would have like, well, first of all, you, you would have had a list of things. I'm actually going to not, because then you'll just get in my brain, and I don't want to get in my brain. Now, I do want to play something for you, though, if you don't mind. You know, this yeah. is something I was hoping I would hear uh, on your show, but we didn't. Um, my, oh, I think it needs to be leveled. I'm not going to do that. Let's see if we can hear it. It's going to be, a, I didn't level it, so it's going to be really low, uh, but this is my my adopted son, Armando. Uh, with his question for you. Ooh. Do you think it's okay for a person in a committed relationship to subscribe to an OnlyFans from a person that they knew in high school? Yeah, girl. What the fuck? Well, this was a little bit of a drama that happened. So he called me. He's like, I think, I think Carla's going to break up with me. 
And I was like, why? And he goes, she found out I had an OnlyFans. And I was like, you were you making it or just subscribing? He goes, no, subscribing. But the worst part, it, it was somebody that we knew in high school. Oh, they both went to high school with this girl. Yes. Ooh, this is juicy. Um, ooh, this is actually kind of juicy. I kind of want to get into it, but I'm not recording, and I'd love to hear. Do you want to? Well, I want to hear your little answer. But I want to hear. Okay, I want to hear what Jay Curves would say and stuff. No, like that. her and I would. This is actually a great question to ask us because her and I went to I, high school together. I know. Can, mm-hmm, That's why I wanted you to actually, do it. Oh, that would have been a good one because it's short. Um, ooh, that's, ooh, I like that. I'm not even going to talk because I actually want to save this. Mm-hmm. You never sent it to me. Girl, I have the email right here that went, where it went to both of us. He sent it to I me didn't and, get the email. He sent it to me and you. Let me see. Let me check the email. Maybe, maybe, maybe he misspelled it. I promise you I didn't get it. Let me, I'm going to see where he sent it. Hold on. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> If you can, text it to me so I can save it and drop it into Soundtrap and get it popping. He sent it. Oh, you know what? He sent it to Runway at Afterthought.media. That's why I got it. So you would have gotten it too. I did not. I have not gotten any any emails forwarded to me from that account. Hmm. I think Robert has. So... Um, Doofus wants to know if you record Perlas Live. You haven't yet. I'm going to be honest with him. Be a little selfish here. Like I, Christian, I want the best for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want the best for you. I want everything to happen the way you want it to happen. Blah 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 blah. blah. But there mm-hmm. is a little bit of a selfish part of me that is like, well, if Spotify doesn't pick it up. I would love for Perlas to be an afterthought show. Um. Well, that's the really cool thing about this mm-hmm. is that this contest, from my understanding, is that they kind of want to, like, if if, if it's a quality show, then they want it. They'll fucking give yeah. all of us a platform. Yeah. That's what's really cool. And I like that. That's why I try and tell people, because people think, like, oh, you don't win. You're- you know, so let's give them the premise. So the, 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 the like, prizes, essentially... Um, is, you know, you win $10,000, no. right? Mm-mm. How much is it? The first phase, well, it's $10,000 total, but the first yeah. phase is two people will win 2500 each. Mm-hmm. As and, a grant towards our, pro- our project. Well, I asked about that, actually. I have a, some tea on that. And Ooh. then on the, on the final, the final prize is $5,000. So actually the most an individual could win is 7500 Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. well, work. But, so you get the cash prize and the title of the Sound Up Latinx winner, but that doesn't guarantee that you get a Spotify original or a Spotify exclusive contract, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so they said, you know, they've had winners in the past where they won the contest, won the cash prize, didn't win anything from Spotify mm-hmm. other than that. Um, but they still shopped the show around to other networks. Yeah. So that's what's really cool. And I think Jane is in charge of that. Yeah. So I talked to Jane about it. And what she's told me, actually, which they they should promote this more. She says in her experience with SoundUp, like the vast majority of people land up with something. Either it's the money, 
either it's a show, either it's a job as a producer, either it's a job as a host on a different show that they have, either it's a meeting with Spotify executives to pitch shows, they end up with something, Mama. So the vast majority, she says, most people, with a few exceptions, right? So, and that's, and, you know, when I brought this up with Fair and Jane, they get kind of like prickly about it, but I said like, well, honestly then, that's what I, like, cause I said, so after, so I've asked, I go, after we're done, can I hit you guys up and pitch us? She was like, a hundred percent, uh, you can just call me and I will help you put the package together and the pitch deck and then take it to the executives for you, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. well, that's all I care about, to be honest with you, <laughs> right? Um, that's, to me, the fact that we have like a pipeline the, to Spotify. Right. And the fact that we're going to the industry mixer yeah. and that we're meeting them and we're shaking hands with them. The fact that, like, my pitch panel chick was the one in charge of all the brand partnerships, all mm-hmm. the Latinx or any any partnership for Spotify for oh, podcasts. Really? And she loved – she the one that was in Miami, that really pretty girl. Um, and she loved me. And she goes, this is my only advice for you. I think this is great. Just do it in this order and work, bitch. Like, and th- that, to me, is – Meeting those people, networking is just way more important to me. And like you said, having that pipeline is more important to me mm-hmm. than any other prize. I mean, the fact that they gave me the resources to be able to create my own content, um, because I've always wanted to do it. I just didn't know how to do it. And mm-hmm. so them giving us, giving me the tools, essentially, I'm like, let me show you what I can do on my own. Mm-hmm. But then, then assigning us to a production company. Yes, but I found out from Fair. See, they haven't been, I know more. The production company is not allowed to do anything for us. All they, they just can mentor do, us. Just mentors that can tell you things. So, but then I go, huh. I said, let's say I win the money. I go, I'm not going to, I'm going to win the money. And let's say I win the money. I decide and I want to, uh, use that money for the show and he goes you can and he interrupt i'm gonna come back to this he goes you can use that money for whatever you want to mama you want to go to the bahamas go to the bahamas we don't care right and i mm-hmm. go oh no 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 and tell me if this is against the rules mama i was talking to fair i was like she will 100 percent use the money to hire jasmine aguilera and <laughs> and uh the that hottie marcelino the producer, not, not really. I actually, already, I already reached out to because of podcasting. I know people who do this professionally. That I will hire a motherfucking producer and a sound engineer and a this and a that. I'm going to do that whether I win the money or not. The money's just going to cover it and turn in a fucking piece of art. I'm just going to just drop the cash on that. Um, so, and if I get the twenty five hundred dollars, uh. Then that just helps cover that. But, um, but that's, but, uh, but yeah, then so like that's what they're gonna, that's, so I, I thought it was funny that I could legally do that. Not legally, but it's not against the rules to do that. Well, yeah, cause that's why they're just calling it a grant for your project. Yeah. Just so they can get away with giving us untaxed funds. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, see, and then Jane's like, you know, I'm in charge of shopping your show around to different mm-hmm. production yes. companies afterwards and stuff. And I'm like, okay, girl, well, that's why I want to be cool with you because she's the one who told me I got chills when you guys said you wanted to be the all-inclusive call her daddy. Because the other thing I don't fuck with call her daddy is the ageism. 
oh, and ageism affects the Latin community so fucking much, particularly women. And, um, you know, Polina Poroskova recently made splashes and headlines in the media about her not being able to find a man. And she's like, dude, I'm an attractive supermodel. Mm-hmm. And if I fucking struggle finding a quality guy because he'd rather give attention to some young little bitch that doesn't know a thing or two about life. Like, it's just that these are the issues that I'm passionate about addressing. You know that Aiden is uh, young, right? How old is Aiden? How old do you think he is? I don't know. How am I supposed to know? Do, 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 do. Where'd you get that music from? How old is uh how old is Aiden, Joe? Tell us. Tell the dolls. They all know. I don't know. Tell me. Twenty-two. Work, bitch. How long have you guys been together for? Probably like there were some very rough times in the beginning. I would say solidly two years. Solid. There was some um, back and forth and stuff like that before. That. How old was he when you met him? Oh, when I met him. That's a tricky one because he was a listener. Okay, how? Okay, you guys, please Wait, tell me I, how you, you talk, think. Ask them this because I got to pee. I'll be right back. You guys, please tell me, how could you, um, like, even for me... Being involved with anybody, like, more than two years younger than me, like, it's like the older I get, it's my tolerance is even less for someone younger than me. So it's kind of crazy because, I mean, I do understand Aiden's POV on why you're attracted to older because when I was 23, I was definitely, like, like, the first guy I had sex with when I was 23, he was, I think Zane is, like, my age or he might be one year younger than me no more but he's around my age group then my second sexual encounter ever like ever ever from losing my virginity at 23 was a threesome with a married couple and one of them was like 39 and the other husband was um late 40s probably and so but like I really liked the the personality and they were just really interesting to me because they were older and they had so much life experience and the way he just approached me was super cool. It was um respectful but funny at the same time, which what? What are you talking about? I'm talking about how like I like to be approached and it's funny because Robert recently pointed it out he goes well aren't you the one that was walking out of a bar and a guy told you called you out and was like you just have the bitchiest face that's true and i turned around and i looked at the guy and i was like you're so right about that i'm gonna go home with you like i like it when guys kind of come for me a little bit it's kind of hot but they're super but they have to be respectful about it right so i have found in my experience that the men that i'm the most like interested in and the interactions that have held up for me and are so attractive for me. I love it when a guy kind of like gives me like, he's like, he likes to poke fun at me, but in a respectful manner, he's still very respectful. He's buying me a drink, but then like making fun of me at the same time, you know, type of thing, but without being mean about it, just fun. 
that type of banter. It's because, you know, us Mexicanos, somos bien llevados. How would you describe, how would you even say that in Spanish, Joe? Like, you just said nos it echamos bastante bufas. You just said it How do you Spanish. say that in English? I don't know I what mean, bufas is. Bufas, like we, like, nos bufamos, nos llevamos, somos bien llevados. Like, we're, we take it a little, we're a little, we take things a little far sometimes, like the playful banterness. How would you describe that in English? Bitch, I didn't go for, to school for fucking math. <laughs> I kind of did accidentally because I was a marketing major at fucking Cal Poly and that shit was hard as fuck. And I'm bad at statistics still, even though I took like 50 million. Well, maybe Lucy Carrasco and Doofus Maxima. Oh, Doofus Maxima said cunty. No, 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 not cunty. Cunty is more exclusively queer, I would say. Um, no, porque, like, think of, like, your primos, like, nos llevamos, siempre estamos bien llevados, like, my roommates and I, Jessica and I, we're constantly coming for each other, but not in a cunty way. We're coming for each other from a very loving way. Mm -hmm. It's a very Mexican thing. It's yeah. a very Mexican thing. And my family, that is the dynamic, I would say, especially with my mom's side. We're very, like, we're competitive, but super supportive of each other. It's like, I can talk shit about you, but if somebody else talks shit about you, I'll fuck them up. Like, type of thing. It's so, like how Mexican siblings get along, too. So, Doofus said, uh, like, a roast or a burn. And Deckhead said, like, taking the piss. Yeah, we're constantly taking the piss out of things. But we, we do take it kind of far. I would say Mexicans, our sense of humor is very extreme. I think it's because it's the way that we've been able to endure so much fucked up mm -hmm. shit, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Okay, so everyone should know, tomorrow the announcements are being made about who is going to win the Spotify thing. I've already called it, I think it's going to be your guys' favorite, Sergio, and it's going to be Miriam. My logic is, it's political, you're going to have one man, one woman. And I also think that Sergio sort of fits the whole vibe of Latinx. Uh, he seems very, very authentically Latinx, and he's talking about a very Latinx topic. And I think it's Miriam because she spoke in Spanish and they already love her anyway and the production's good. Now Christian has other information that I don't have because of things that they said. I don't remember this. But Christian, who are you calling for tomorrow? Like who do I think is gonna win? Yeah, who are the two winners? Not who um, should, because you and I both know it should be me and you. But yeah. who do you think should be? I'm not sure who do you think it will be? I think we're gonna be really surprised by the outcome. I, I don't want to admit that, but mm -hmm. I deep down inside something is telling me you and I are going to be like, what? We're going to be fucking shook, dude. Like, it's gonna is be it just me and Leah similar? or something like that? Yeah, honestly. Or Richard. It's going to be <laughs> Richard. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be something just, it's, I'm going to honestly just be so shocked by it. And I just have to remember Christian, like, ask Robert, is Robert still in the chat right now? Robert was here? My oh, yeah, he, yeah he is there. Lara. Yeah, he is there. Hi, Robert. Robert what Ro channel are we on on Discord? We are... In, how does Robert have access to this channel? Humble, why does Robert have access to this channel? I mean, I'm glad he's here. The host, bitch, all of us should have access. No, bitch. but the hosts aren't supposed to have access to this particular channel. What fucking channel is it, bitch? Uh, TJB Discussion. What's it under? Well, Humble, keep, Humble keep him here for now. Keep him here for now. Robert is Rob B54. Keep him here for now. Did Robert pay for this? No, Robert's not exclusive. 
<gasps> oh, really? Oh, interesting. Wow. Oh, well, you know, Robert, then Robert has a right to be here. <laughs> what is it? Where is it? Well, you, I can't, you can't see it channel. because you're not supposed to have access to it. I'm so annoyed. Okay, Robert, well, paid, I, Robert paid for the access. Work, bitch. Well, I'm about to fucking pay, too. Okay, well, go ahead. That's I'm going to use some of the budget you sent me for the show for bringing to the <laughs> runway. <laughs> you, you know what? You should legit uh, refund Robert for that, for some of the money. Uh, okay, so, um, well, Robert, I'm going to invite Robert on the show. Let's see what he says. Yeah, invite him on. I'm going to invite him on. I didn't know Robert was there. When you said I that, Robert I was like... to answer something. Robert, you because have an email. Check your email, Robert. Robert knows I'm very fucking competitive. And on my birthday last year, we had a gay field day. Mm-hmm. We went to some, like, golf course at some fucking park on the west side. And there was about 30 faggots. And we broke out into different teams. And it was so much fun. Robert and I ended up being on the same team, blue mm-hmm. team, with our sister Kahari from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh Tyler... Who else was on our team? Wait, Robert? hold on. If you guys could see, if you guys are thirsty for Robert Mata, you would be dying right now. She is sitting here shirtless. Yeah, Robert, you look hot. I've been working as an Instagram thirst trap. I mean, I'm actually fully working. Like I've been uh, listening, but I've been also sending off like several hundred emails. But what's up? What's tea? Okay, Christian Robert, how competitive you. am I? Oh, extremely. At that field day, I was being so chaotic. I was like, I need to calm the fuck down because it takes the fun out of the activity. No, it doesn't. What we needed on field day was like that kind of like vibe and like drive. We were we were trying to throw down, honestly. Bitch, we got down. Tell them what you won at field day. What challenge did you win? The push-up competition. The strength. The strength category, which was a Mm push-up contest. And he pissed some people off. I pissed Wait, numerous people off. I, I live. I have a question, Robert. I don't know if you listened to uh, the which show was it? UK versus the world from last night. But Robert was super. I'm not Robert. Christian was super low energy. I asked him if he was mm-hmm. Christian Sesa because that's how low energy he was. Right? More yeah. like Christian Teresa. I don't get that reference because you were instead of an eight, you were at a four, or three, or six. You know. Well, girl, what were you giving me, sweetie? What would I? I don't have to give you anything, anyway. You weren't giving me much to work with. Well, just so you know, I hate talking about the looks. Thus, the show bring it to the runway because I don't want to do that. So anyway, well, I told Ra- I told Joe how you and I were like, dude, our sh- our show was boring too. Yeah, we we were suffering from uh, some underwhelming content. Unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, you know, that's also we can't blame the show only. Like we could have been a little bit more jazzed. I think. Well, I so Mike, this is coming back to the conversation. I'm really worried about you guys. Do not please do not burn out. Well, I'm here now. <laughs> I know. We're yeah, and you time. said I'm bringing it now, bitch. I think I just had really bad bowel movements. Remember, I told you I have like diarrhea and like I'm getting over it right now. And I think I was just also Robert. I don't know if you know this, but Chelsea's moving out. I think I told you how she you mentioned, yeah. Yeah, so then, like, her and I, like, kind of got into it about some stuff 
yesterday because this fucking cunt wants to say that two weeks is enough notice and she doesn't want to give me money for March. And I'm like, baby girl, no, 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 no. I don't know what fucking, she's like, and I think she thinks like, because Wait, I'm her friend, oh, I'm going to do her a solid. It's oh, like, stop, bitch, stop. as my friend, you should do me a solid I'm assuming, and give me 30 I'm, day notice. I'm reading between the lines. Your roommate told you she's moving out and she's giving you two weeks notice. Yeah. And she's trying to say, first she said, I'm going to give you for half of the month of March. And I said, okay, whatever. And then yesterday she's like, um, so like, because I have to buy new furniture and stuff. And I'm like, listen, bitch, I know how much you have in your savings. I know how much you have in stock. I know how much you have. And I'm like, listen, girl. And then I just try to, I just straight up started guilting her. I said, you know what? I'm Mexican and this bitch is Catholic Italian. And I know I'm going to guilt this bitch. And I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. I don't make enough money. I'm sorry I don't make enough money like you. This is why you're on my mood board. This is why Jessica and I look up to you. Like, thank you so much. Like, you know, I just started being super petty and being like, and super nice about like how excited I was for her to move. <laughs> She's moving into a house, isn't she? No, girl. A thousand square foot, two bed oh, apartment no. near no, Runyon no. Canyon. Yeah. That's right near me. Yeah, girl. So have fun with her, bitch. Go to Beachwood Canyon for me and get some coffee. (laughs) God, I'm not going to Beachwood. Anyway, uh, so I was talking to, I was talking to Christian about this, but I talked to a bunch of other people. I think all the Afterthought hosts, when Afterthought first started, it was literally just me and Lori and then everybody else lived around the country. And now things have changed. Okay. And now only Taylor and this guy, Adam Burns, live outside of LA and now everybody it's you, Christian, Robert, me, Lori, Adam Salandra, Jay Ellis, I guess the fucking UK boys. Um I think I'm missing somebody else too. Uh well Nat Pat lives in Australia. Um I'm a, we should have a whole LA little kiki. Um I was thinking the restaurant Salazar. Have you guys been there? No. no. Oh, it's, it's really good. It's over in like um do you guys know Frogtown? Not the one that I think you're referencing. Oh, okay. It's a part of LA kind of by Dodger Stadium. That's the best pack. Between Dodger Stadium and like Glendale or something. Echo Park. In that area. It's a really strange area, but it's right by Dodger Stadium. Elysian Park. Yeah. Kind of Glassville like Park. There, it's, it's, it's technically Glassville Park, but they call it okay. Frogtown. Okay. I live very close. I'm like 15 minutes. Okay. And it's like outdoor. It used to be a tire shop and the food's really fucking good and there's no COVID problems and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I'm so game. That sounds so good. You Do know, they Robert. have wedge salads for Robert? Does Robert only Robert the other day? You didn't, you'll hear this later. I was at Christian's house, mm-hmm. and we were having Kikina, having a good time, maskless, you know, showing me the apartment. And then he's like, "I'm sitting there," and he comes right next to me. You know, one thing I'm Christian's very touchy feely, which is a good thing. And he's like right in my area, and he's like, "Look at where I was last night," and it's this like that was Saturday night packed. Gay club, shirtless Asian boys, no masks. We were and not I was shirtless. like, "Well, I just got COVID. I just got COVID." Uh, Are you saying yeah, it because they that. were Asian? Are you saying that because they were Asian, Joe? No, I'm saying it because you were at a place packed with people with no masks. Christian does that like four times a weekend, though, and I think at this point, his 
I'm not saying he's immune, but he probably just had it, was asymptomatic, didn't bother testing, and didn't realize that uh, he's not getting it again. I think his HIV kills all the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> not the HIV jokes, bitch. Not the viral load. You know, my cousin, I think I talked about this in a different show. My cousin was talking to some really old gays, the ones that lost all their friends during the AIDS crisis, right? Mm-hmm. And they Why were telling funny? him. It's just funny to me. They why were the telling him. You, why is that funny to you? It's Joe? hilarious. People dying of age is funny. Okay, it, Christian, get on board. Anyway, he <sighs> he was saying that they told him that the sort of code word then when someone had uh, HIV was they have a house in Vegas, and uh, so I've been trying to cute. I've been trying to bring that back. Word. I don't know if <laughs> the positive the positive community would love. Owning real estate in Vegas. Well, Luke is reminding everyone of a story. One time I was crazy drunk at Trunks. Okay? Ooh, good time. Yes. Oh, I was messed up drunk. And I was dating a comedian at the time named Nick Swartzen. I don't know if you guys know who he is. Mm-mm. He was on Reno 911. He's in all those Adam Sandler movies. Okay. And he was like, he's like, I'm at the Abbey. Come see me. So we left with Lori. Lori came and took me. And she's like, let's go over there. And I was fucking messed up. Someone put him in the Discord. Yes. Um, And um, I was fucked up. Like, literally blind drunk. Okay. And Lori's like basically carrying me to the Abbey from Trunks. And we walked by a mobile HIV testing station. And there was Mm -hmm. a line of people outside of it. And I was walking by, and I was pointing at each one. And I was going negative, negative, positive, negative, negative, positive. I was very drunk, and Lori was no, very, sir. Look, let me tell you this: if Lori's embarrassed, you know she, I was not doing right. Thank you. That's a night out. I mean, if it's trunks to the Abbey, you know it's already just well beyond. Decor. You made the journey to Bethlehem. <laughs> yes, because no. third king, dude. When Robert. When's the last time we made that fucking journey? I haven't, I haven't really, I have not done a crawl in a long time like that. I'm like deeply opposed to the Abbey as an institution and the concept. Like you'll have to honestly drag me there. Uh, Here's the problem. Here's the problem. And we should do this. I don't think they still do, but A, their drag race viewing parties are on East Coast time. So they showed at five. They have viewing parties there? Yes. They have it at five, which I like. And they have fucking sickening happy hour specials for the viewing party. So it's like 5 p.m. You're watching Drag Race on that. You know that part that used to be, uh, they have it over where it used to be here. Mm-hmm. The chapel. Yeah, the chapel. They have it over there. Okay. And then uh, the, the the happy hour prices are really insane. And you can watch Drag Race with everybody. And then you're done by like 6.30 or 7. And you go, you stumble home. Bitch, we do not go home, girl. That's like if we're the doing opposite. It, yeah, Robert, tell him what the routine used to be. This I okay, used to let's love have meeting this, up okay, with Robert. Two things, two things. Let's have this conversation again in fifteen years, Mama. One, two. <laughs> let me tell you how old I am. I used to go to the Abbey when it was a tiny coffee house next to a statue store. Okay, it was tiny. It was you, you know that, to the Abbey when there were nuns. Yeah, I used to go to the Abbey <laughs> with a note. You know that part where like the um. Where the baked goods are and stuff yeah. like that, and, and, the and then right in, right in front, that was the whole motherfucking thing. There was no pat. That was the whole thing, and it was a coffee house. So you would go. I you everybody met there because especially if you were like eighteen, 
you would go there before, you know, Ray or Mickey's was, you know, you would, it was where everyone met first and then they'd go to the clubs and then they, they bought everything around them and then the end. So mother dust just spoke. I think, I think in terms of like aesthetic, I do like the Abbey and the chapel the most. I think they are the prettiest mm-hmm. out of all the bars and clubs, like mm-hmm. the gay ones around that area. I think they're the prettiest. Mm-hmm. I they love that. I was 19. They were really big. They have really nice big patios. I love the concept of the chapel. I think that's really fun. The food is better than people give it credit for. I don't ever eaten there. Yeah, the Cobb salad is really good there. Mm-hmm. I'll get delivery from them. I was and there. No. Speaking of this, you can't get gayer than this. I was there the night that Princess Diana died. So it was, Are you that old? Yeah. When Princess Diana died, okay... <sighs> So here's a weird thing about Princess Diana. <laughs> Is Joe in on it, Robert? Did you, know? Did you tell him? No, what's the joke? <laughs> Nothing. Continue your gay story, please. The audience is yearning for your story. No, but we need to know this inside. I'll tell the story in a second. We need to know this inside joke. In the first episode of Drag Race UK versus the World, uh-huh. um, the review that Christian and I did with Marcos, I made a off Oh, joke I know about the Princess Diana, Diana joke. I Blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. our narrative. It's our controversy. Yeah, but here's the deal. You're fucking up my joke that I wanted to do. I haven't done it yet. Oh, you have the same? Well, no. What I wanted to do was I wanted to call and be like... Um, hello, Robert. You know, like, dude, wait, hold on. Let me see if I have other things still set up here. Hold on. Oh my God, please. <laughs> Where is it? Please have Katya do it as Princess Diana. Wait, hold on. I, I, let me see if I can, we can hold on. Hold or the on. Princess Diana, um, beanie baby. Why Ooh. is my pitch thing gone? The little lavender bear bitch. Oh, I was always mad and sour. I didn't have that one. You hated candy, but you liked beanie babies? Well, because my dad, thought that they were going to be worth so much money and my dad got me really into them and when mcdonald's had them i was like all about it because uh-huh. you know my grandpa would always fucking take us oh my god the amount of fast food i consumed as a child because my grandparents thought they were being nice girl what else were we supposed to eat girl okay what were your, like where would you eat all the time as a kid do you remember we fully ate at home like the the meme about like we got food at home was just my life Oh, God, I wish because my mom's cooking was amazing. But my mom, you had a stay at home mom, right? You told me. Uh, no, I had a stay at home mom for some years. But for the most part, she worked uh, at least part time. All right. Wait, yeah. can I do my, my voicemail? Yeah, please. Hello, Robert. It's me, Princess Diana. And I wanted to know that I did not find what you said offensive at all because I am not dead. And uh, so you're forgiven. And um, I enjoy your show. Christian, you're an asshole. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to text Christian right now. Did she live? <laughs> Was that from the Kristen Stewart movie? No. What, the, 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 oh, wait. Hold on. Let me turn this off. Does she die in the Christian in the, in the Christian? I haven't watched it. I don't know. I haven't watched that or The Crown, so I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, I wanted to have a Princess Diana died in your thing. Anyway, so 
um, you know what was really weird about when Princess Diana died? Was, um, she died in the middle of the night, like early night European time. So, like, the U.S. knew for, like, eight hours before England knew. They were fucking sleeping. And so, okay, I think it happened at, like, midnight our time we got the word. And so, everybody, so the Abbey just, like, they literally stopped the music. It was at like the beginning of Evita, you know? Uh. And, um... And everybody just lost their fucking mind. And I was annoying because I was talking to this really cute ice skater who was with the ice capades. And we were really hitting it off. And then they were like, oh, Princess Diana died. And we were like, oh, thank you. Hmm. The moments where celebrities die, not that Princess Diana was merely a celebrity, but those like public outcry moments have always been strange to me. I remember working and... um uh, Whitney Houston died and I was just like folding jeans straight chilling and I remember this guy running into the top of the staircase and screaming to the whole store like Whitney Houston is dead like he expected like this massive sort of reaction and mm-hmm. it was like just the strangest thing also when Michael Jackson died I remember a bunch of people just cried in the street like he was their cousin or something it's just very strange to me I've never had celebrity worship as a personality trait so I don't get it have you ever cried over a public figure's death no, none. I, I like obviously I live in LA, so we see all the Kobe Bryant outpouring all the time. I don't get it fully. Who do you think you would like, cry if they died? I no, only cried mother. for I cried for Alexander Lee McQueen. Oh my god. You know, when he I, was, I, was, I was literally just gonna make a joke like that, like that Christian like did Harikari when uh Terry Mugler died or something like that. But so <laughs> but like I I didn't even think about the Alexander McQueen part of it. Yeah. No, yeah, when he committed suicide, I, like, actually cried. I was, I remember it very well, very vividly. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just, for you, I just don't get it in general. But that's it. Like, well, Alexander McQueen, for me, was because he inspired me to pursue fashion. And he was the first fashion show I ever, like, witnessed as a young person. So it was, like, more the meaning. Like, I think the only other person I'd cry for if they died would be, like, Lady Gaga... What yeah. about, oh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When they kidnapped Lady Gaga's dogs, what were you, what were you feeling? Um, I felt bad for the dog walker, but then our homie that works at Cedars was watching over him and was like, dude, he's kind of hot. Like, <laughs> he's going to be okay. Like, <laughs> Wasn't there all that, that TF to the fact that he was trying to extort more money and sympathy out of the situation than was warranted? Wait, what happened? Uh, I don't know the details. Like, catch, like, your own gay online publication for the deets. But I guess it just wasn't as, or he wasn't as innocent in the months following as one might be believed. Wait, well, like, hold on what? for a second. Hold on for a second. Now, this is where I'm going to, I mean, I don't know what. But he's going to have a lot of leeway if he takes a motherfucking bullet for some bitch's stupid-ass dogs. You know, she should be writing him That's fat checks true. and giving him all the fucking motherfucking clout that he... You know what's so funny, too? You're getting me on a rant here. And this guy happened to be hot. But I got so mad when... Who's this fucking... She became a Democrat, I think. But the Republican woman who got shot, that uh, she was a congresswoman. Uh, oh, in the head. In the head. 
um, I don't remember what her fucking name is. Yeah, what, I can't whatever, remember her name. Whatever right. her name. Someone's gonna Gabby Gifford. Thank you, Gabby Gifford. She gets shot in the head, right? And some fat, ugly Mexican faggot saves her fucking life and uses his Boy Scout skills to like tie her head in a sleeve or something like that and saves her life. But because he was like not cute and fat and Latino, the gays fucking ignored him. Didn't even bitch didn't get no HRC awards, right? And then That's some fucking so straight up. twink got up and was like, "My mom's are gay," and the gays lost their minds at the same time oh like the guy with the almost bowl cut i don't remember he was like cute in a city council meeting around the mm-hmm. same time they were like ah! they just lost their minds and i was like fuck you yeah. stupid idiot and then, i don't actually i couldn't remember were you giving a pro hrc speech the other day robert or an anti whatever it was i was like this motherfucker i hate the hrc it was it was i'm just like i don't understand why we need to give awards out for someone being like a a regularly uh, decent human being poor facts yeah well it's always somebody who's fucked up and done some fucked up shit and then they go to the hrc and donate a bunch of money and then they have to go through like the whole like cleansing who was that director that was said all this shit about faggots and stuff like that and then he gave them a bunch of money that he was getting awards um hmm. Yeah, somebody will put it in here. Girls, see it's always some political bullshit and that's why we have to have these conversations that's why i find them very important this has been another episode of All Terras Go to Heaven. Also, uh, I feel very loquacious. You would hook up with Aaron Shock <laughs> if he pro- propositioned you, though. With who? That, Aaron Shock, uh, the old congressman. Would you hook up with Aaron Shock, Christian? Uh, what does he look like? A basic white guy with no lips. Here, tell me what... No, probably not. Lips are very important to me. And if you're going to look white, you need to look like me. Because He's a weirdo gay, so I'm sure he got a little bit of filler. I just, think it's, I just think I don't it's, like kissing people with filler in their lips. It doesn't feel good. The gross white, I mean, the gross gays, which is fucking because he's hot. They're like all over, up on his dick and stuff like that. Wait, how do you spell his name? Andrew? No, it's Aaron. Aaron. And then it's S-C-H-O-C-K. S-C-H. Taken from Joe's contact list. Aaron Shock. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Ew, no, he's not cute. He's like the definition of boring white gay person. I don't find him cute at all. Yeah, he's not cute. I'm no. not into guys like that. Also, you guys, like, sun damage is a huge turnoff for me. So bad skin turns me off, which white people tend to have. Sun damage, um, especially when I see irreversible signs of aging on their face. Premature irreversible signs of aging. If you're around my age and I can clock you for that, I'm like, you are just too unmelanated for my liking. I can't do chicken breast. So Mercedes uh, in, the, in the room says, is Joe still using apricot scrub? No, I ran out. I got rid of it. I was at Target the other day. I messaged Christian. And he was like, "I'm all, so what am I getting? He's like, honestly, none of it. <laughs> Straight up. I said, girl, if you, Joe, let me know if you want some stuff. You know, I can get you the hookup. But I don't know what I'm supposed Robert to be. I should have had you do. I should have had you do like a whole skincare consultation when I was here. Well, let's set it up, sis. Yeah, I told Robert. I told Christian. I want to. I wanted. We were supposed to meet. I got. Let's meet at Grillamall. Have you taken Robert to Grillamall? No, yeah, Robert's only been in my hood like five times, and two of those times was like on our way to Palm Springs, or that was just once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert doesn't come out my way. He's not an East Side girl. He's Jordan, a Weeho gay. Wait, hold on. He's Jordan, Christian. even. Wait, Christian. J- Jordan Darling writes, Christian, I am trying. I just got a face cleanser and night mask. 
that is that all you use in terms of skin care? Because that's hardly enough, sweetie. That's and we need to get you right with the most. Lord. What is what does Robert use? Robert, Robert, what's your skincare regime? Okay, so uh, Christian's gonna have an aneurysm, but I've used the same off-brand proactive since I was 16 years old. It's called Acne Free. It's a three-step thing that I do in the shower. It takes four fucking seconds, and I don't have a single pimple at the moment. So let me scare you, because. <laughs> Clarity of skin has nothing to do with your skin health. Yes, it has a little bit to do with skin health, but blemishes are only telling you about what's going on with your hormones and the oil production in your skin. That's it. It's really not a sign of skin health. So let's say in high school, you swam, didn't you? I did. If you didn't put on sunscreen when you swam, yeah, for 10 years up until about now, you're still going to look really good. But the damage surfaces 10 years later. Let's not forget how many layers there are to our skin. And you shed a layer about once every month. That's the cycle. And um, honestly, yeah, your stratum corneum might be healthy, but the skin that's not visible underneath the stratum corneum is not. And you whether let's hope your skin type you're lucky you're mexican let's just say that mm-hmm. you're lucky mexican people tend to produce more oil which tends to keep us younger because it conditions and protects our skin more so but oil is not the your your skin type is based off of the size of your pores not how much oil you produce well the size of your pores lead to how much oil you produce but where are your pores visible other than your nose everybody's pores are visible on their nose um, I always thought that that was one of those things that people see that they that they kind of pretend that they see on other people. I don't really understand that level of detail for the epidermis. I'm sorry, girl. We're talking about the stratum corneum. We're not talking about the dermis. We're not talking about the epidermis. Well, I'm talking about the bear. whole damn organ holistically. I don't see pores. Okay, so that actually means you have dried skin and you've over-dried and over-stripped your skin and you shouldn't (laughs) be using your off-brand proactive shit. Um, If you don't see pores, that means your skin needs help in terms of protection and oil production. Maybe. It doesn't tell me anything. It just does what it does. (laughs) Well, guys... If it wants help, it'll fucking tell me at some point. Girl... Okay, well, just letting you know when your skin, sometimes it's going to be too late, like Joe. You know what I'm saying? Joe started giving a shit too late. Joe, did you not? You you told me this. This isn't Why do I, Robert, every single conversation I have with Christian, he reads me in some kind of way, which I feel that if I read him in that way, you know the other day, Robert, I was talking to him privately, and he, I can't remember what we were even talking about, but he was like, you and Robert are dumb about this, and I was like, how did we get read here? Do you remember what it was, Christian? What are you talking about? I don't know, it has to do with, like, technology or something like that, and, like, Robert and I, I don't, not, no, Robert I and I don't understand and phones are... or something like that, and I was like, what are you talking about? You see, you and Robert, you and Robert are the same way. You don't understand what a phone is. And I was like, what do you mean what? I don't understand what a phone is? I don't He's know probably what saying we're anti-social media and therefore, like, behind the times. Oh, that's what it was. We have no sense of identity if we're not plastering, yeah, plastering okay. it online. Let, let, let's have that's this fight. false, Robert. That's not what I was trying to say, you stupid I, bitch. I am, not, I am not anti-social media. My whole thing is 
that I don't necessarily, I have not seen evidence that social media um, translates necessarily to... Uh, that's not to download. The listen, That's to not download. why. It's called brand awareness, Joe. Brand awareness. It's a different goal. Did you post a show today? Uh, last night at midnight. Okay. Well, how come it doesn't have a title or anything? I did put a title. I saved it and everything. No, it's a draft. It hasn't been published. It's like, I didn't get it today. Hold on. Are you serious? Yes. I did. I scheduled it on Anchor and everything. No, it's not. Well, when you you listen, Joe, you'll get what Christian and I are mentioning about that episode being lower energy than our usual. This is UK versus the world. What do you call those? I'll do it right now. Wait, I'm looking right now. Okay, then you do it. Wait, why is it saying that? You're right. Why the fuck is it doing that? By the way, I had this... um... I had this meeting today with all these like stuffy political people and stuff like that. And in the middle of Zoom meeting, and in the middle of, I got this, they're here from, um, it's a personal endorsement product to do an ad. And it says, your balls, because it's from Manscaped. But I didn't want to reach over because it was clearly too late. Let's look at what's in here. Dude, I'm pissed, Joe. How can we avoid that issue? Because I scheduled it, it correctly? to publish. Yeah, I, I scheduled it to publish at midnight. I included the titles. I, I have that. Do you Wait, really? I want that, Joe. Good? I want us to do a fucking ad. Why are you doing the Manscaped ad? Because it's my fucking network. You don't get as much action as I do, probably, girl. Your man lives away. Well, Actually, you- mine's called the Lawnmower. It's exa- exactly the same sort of box. I use it on my legs, though. I think I have a lot. What is this right here? Yeah, that's that's my leg hair. I got a whole box of shit. Look at this. Send send your sister some shit, bitch. Yeah, that shit ain't cheap. My mom got me mine. I love how I love how they sent me a t-shirt and it says Manscaped, your balls will like I'm gonna wear a shirt that says your balls will thank you in public. What size is it? If it's an extra small, I'll take it. No, it's not. (laughs) Georgia's. So okay, what let's, is this? Let's, um, oh, these the heavy boxer briefs. Let's talk about the co-host of the network and which season fourteen Rue girl we all are. Do you wear large boxer briefs, Robert? Uh, no, not large. Oh. Too swishy, Christian. What happened to your hard out, girl? Oh, I decided to reschedule class. Don't worry. Also, I love that I'm technically getting paid to do this since I'm still working. I love that I'm technically I'm getting salary. paid. This is, this is my job. Let's see what's in this bag. Well, I did find out... I was actually thinking of you guys earlier today. I don't know what this is. I don't know. I'll look at it later. And then, what, Robert, what do I do with this crop... Will you come on an ad with me, Robert, and talk about it? This crop preserver? What is that? Oh, I haven't used that. What is it? Oh, it's a ball deodorant. <gasps> Wait, what was the other ad that you did? You did Manscaped ad, not Viore. That one was very unbelievable. Um, crop preserver? Oh, a ball ad? toner. Not better health. Do you want to do a... Do you want to do a Viore with one with me? No, I don't. I don't. If I'm ready for that. <laughs> Joe, what's the other ad that you did on Save the Queens? It was Manscaped, Viore, Better Help, but there was another one. Was it the I think cereal? There was another one. That, it sounded newer to me. Oh, for Manscaped. Sure, Manscaped. I, I had to do Manscaped, one? but I hadn't gotten it yet. Mm. Um, 
I just got that yesterday. No. Girl, well, throw your girls a fucking bone. You left us for fucking dead. We're not on the main feed anymore. You don't fucking promote our show. I, what are you talking about promotion every fucking episode? I know. The other thing, you. too, is I just got asked about one today, and I told them, listen, oh, because there's somebody, who, I told you the other day, there's, there's one that wants to send us lube and talk about lube. Mm-hmm. Um, if we get that, I will for sure give that to you. Um, and then, let me see, what's the one I got today? Oh, something called Thread Up. Thread up. This unique, one-of-a-kind treasure is from your favorite brands at up to 90% off retail. Shop high-quality secondhand clothing. Oh, I hate outlet sites like that. You see, well, Christian, girl, that's the thing is you can't be choosy about the ads. <laughs> I want Manscaped and I want lube. <laughs> and Away luggage. Yes. Oh, my God, please. And I actually have experience with Away. I ride Away's dick hard. Oh, Jordan's actually heard of... Uh thread up. Jordan makes a good point. I did wear a shirt that said, are you there, God? It's a me, Mario. So maybe I shouldn't be too worried about the shirts that I wear in public. Speaking of, who's playing the me channel music? Oh, that Joe. would mean when Christian was doing his skin. To me, it sounds like a medical advice show. So that would Okay, be- Joe, help me figure out this publishing because I'm really pressed about it. Mm-hmm. It couldn't be easier. And Christian, weren't you the one that was like, so Christian, this is how, uh, bitch, I know how to work Anchor, Mama. I had a podcast on there. I never said that, but and I, do I was know like, how to work okay, Anchor. well, then you do it. That's why I'm confused. Why the fuck it didn't Wait, publish? Let me get out of this show that we're, you know, Robert, we're in the middle of a show. So let's, let's oh, I figured. I'm yeah. just hanging out with Michelle. I know, yeah, yeah. So let me get out of the show first. Hold on. Did she put some shimmer on the shoulder? All right. No, girl, I literally just pressed play on the thing. I didn't even bother. Give Guys. Give that's going to do it for this episode of this show by Tans. you got an hour and a half show. Don't fucking bitch to me that you don't get content from this show. No one, by the way, no one's ever bitched about this. I don't know why I'm saying that. But next time, tomorrow, we will talk about actually what's going on in my life. We'll find out who won the Spotify Sound Up contest. You'll only hear about it one place. This show by Tans, right here on Afterthought Media. Oh, they show me. Oh, I'm sorry, the song's still on. <laughs>